Good morning, fuckers. It's the Daily BM. We're about to have some good conversation today between Mike and myself. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's happening? And Eric is no bueno for this episode. I mean, bless his little heart. (laughs) So we are ready to get moving. So let's do this. So... I want to kind of jump in on a subject because, you know, I saw on the news the day, I think it was yesterday or the day before, where I guess there was a shooting again mm. in Kentucky at a bank. Uh, what we know so far is, unfortunately, five people have passed away from the incident. Um, they worked for the bank that was there. And the information I have on it is that it was a, a male individual who basically was an intern there first, got hired on, but I don't know if he was still employed there while when he committed this act. So I kind of wanted to touch on a subject today. I'm guys, I'm this is a more of a serious show today. It's not I mean, don't get me wrong, we love to crack jokes, but this is a serious topic. And I just feel like I kind of wanted to talk about it, Mikey. Um okay. But but um so basically mental illness. I mean, you know, we see a lot of you know t- talk about gun control, gun control, gun control. But I really feel like this is more of a mental problem with people. Uh, You know, for instance, you know, there is a huge – like last year's numbers in 2022, people with um, adult mental illness, uh, the top three states that had it according to um, uh, Mental Health America, it was – Let me see here. It was New Jersey, Texas, believe it or not, and then Florida, where we are. Um, for the but you know at the same time they're actually including um, in those statistics behavior, emotional disorders, um, developmental or substance abuse. Mm -hmm. So it could be mild, moderate, or serious is how they're getting those numbers, but. You know, it's 19.8% of adults are experiencing a mental illness. That's almost 20% of the population of 50 million Americans, you know. Yeah, which is a lot. That's a lot. And I feel like the number is climbing even more so this year, you know, with all the stresses that are going on in the environment. But you're looking at almost 5% are experiencing a a severe mental illness. And out of 5% of 50 million Americans, that's a lot of people. That's a lot. Uh, You know. So, you know, I feel like we, you know, everybody's talking about gun control and guns, guns, guns. Let's take guns out of people's hands. But we're not talking about the mental state of people and why they're committing these acts. Mm -hmm. So I guess what's your opinion on the matter, you know, as far as like 
mental illness, you know, let's start with that first, you know, the mental illness part. Uh, my opinion on mental illness? Right, in, the, in this country. I mean, do you feel like, obviously it's on the rise. Yeah, of course. I mean, it makes uh, it makes perfect sense. We just went through a pandemic. Um, our whole uh, culture, the way we're used to living has changed um, and people are not okay in general. Right. Um, you put in the mix now with all these questions, you know, like gender, race, um, nationalism, socialism, you know, uh, you have so many elements. It's easy to see why people are having such a struggle in life right now. Um, I don't think we have a good setup for people to get help. Uh, I think a lot of people turn to social media and I think that makes the situation worse for most people because the algorithm feeds into whatever you're searching for. So if you're in a dark place, I feel like it's going to take you darker and make the world darker. Um, and we don't have good safety measures to prevent that. Now, I think there's always going to be people out there that are going to commit heinous crimes. Um, I don't think there's any way to ever get around it. I mean, if you look at countries that have some of the strictest gun laws out there, they have deaths in other manners, whether it's bombs, knives, cars. It, it, there's a million different ways you can kill a person or people. So, you know, my opinion on mental health is, is that we don't have a good system for it. And I think it starts with your friends and your family. Like I think people need to do a better job of paying attention to the people that are around them. Right. I don't think the governments can fix it. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a situation that you can create legislation or regulations to fix it. I think it's, we have to take it on ourselves and as individuals and just take care of the people around us and say, as you see somebody struggling, talk to them because sometimes that's all it takes. Right. You know, I don't know these situations, but you know, it's, it's, you know, parents need to pay attention to their kids more, you know, friends need to pay attention to their friends more brothers, sisters, parents, you know, and if you see something, say something, you know, either to the person or someone else and just try to help recognize that there's a situation. Because I don't think I don't I don't think it's going to be 100 percent avoidable no matter what you do, because there's going to be somebody that is. They're, they're going to have a, a mental issue and they're going to commit heinous crimes. I mean, that's why you still have serial killers. You know, you're going to have right. you're going to have crazy people doing crazy things. It's just to minimize it. Um, I don't think any amount of regulation is going to fix it, honestly, because regulations only impact law-abiding people because you have to be a law-abiding citizen in order to abide by the laws because criminals and people who are mentally insane are not going to follow the rules, period, because, you know. Yeah, that's why they're considered insane, you know, yeah. or Because the or law criminals. right now says don't murder. So obviously there's a law in the place saying, you know, do not murder. But they're not following that law, so what makes you think they're going to follow another law? Mm, exactly. Um, 
and mental health issues can pop up at any moment. So it's not like it's something that you could put a regulation in place saying, you know, mental health screening. I, I don't think that would work because somebody can buy a gun when they're completely sane and then a year later snap, you know, and go in and shoot a place up. Um, that's my feeling on it. Anyway. Well, here's, here's the thing. You were, you were, no, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, that's, I mean, this is a serious subject and I really wanted to talk about it today. Um, you know, we always, you know, we always like to fuck off and have fun and, you know, joke yeah. around and shit, but sometimes you gotta have a serious conversation too. So hopefully most of our listeners have stuck around today. Um, just so they can hear this, but you know, it's funny that you say that because in 2016 and 2017, um, you had a decline in the homicide rate. So it went from, uh, what was it? It was down 1.32% in 2016 and 5.9%. But then in 2018, it went up a point, uh, 1.19%, the murder homicide rate. But then in 2020, um, it went up 28.6%. from from over 2019 so you're starting to see this alarming trend with you know the murder rate just like you were talking about but so even if gun laws and like you said and things like that get tighter it's not going to stop the common criminal from going out and creating a heinous act would they have intent anyone has intent they can make it happen yeah Listen, here's the bottom line. I think I think like at one point I saw a statistic that said like there's six guns for every man, woman, and child in the United States mm-hmm. out there. Legal guns, not just, you know, illegal guns. So all that's gonna happen is is if yes, okay, ban guns. Yay, great, awesome. All that's gonna happen is exactly what happened with alcohol. We tried this. We went down this we went down this path with alcohol. You ban it, and what happens is is people start selling it. On the black market, the hands still getting the guns of the criminals. That they, they they it creates an entire market, an entire infrastructure, you know. Mm-hmm. And the only people that you're going to take the guns out of is the people that you know are already law abiding citizens. Yeah, you might pick up a couple of people that are that are mentally insane from getting guns, but they're just going to go to the next level. They're just going to create a bomb. They're going to go get fertilizer and. You know, various other chemicals that are all easily acquirable and create a bomb and blow up a school. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, what's next? Do they you- don't do it right now because it's comp- It's more complicated than picking up a handgun and going in and shooting people with a handgun. But I guarantee you, just like in other countries, that that would be the next thing. They're going to make a pipe bomb. Right. Or Molotov and- cocktails. They're going to drive up and throw you know, or battery acid. They'll just get battery acid out and they'll th- drive up to a school bus full of kids and throw a battery acid all over them. You know, then you'll have them disfigured and maimed. I mean, that's, it happens in other countries that have, that have really strict gun laws. You can't, it's it, a gun's a tool. Like the gun in itself is not dangerous. It's a the, hammer can be dangerous. It's in the person's uh, you know, hands. Yeah, a exactly. pipe wrench is dangerous. I mean, what are you going to do? Take the tools, you know, a fork can be dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you stab somebody in the neck and right in the artery and kill them. Instantly, man. I mean, right. you know, <laughs> I, I do feel like there should be smarter regulations. But the problem is with this country is the way that we have our system set up to create bills is everybody has to throw in their pound of flesh into a bill. And therefore, it makes the whole thing garbage and you can't throw it out. You know, if they could just do like one topic at a time, I think people would agree on it. Like I'm a gun advocate. 
Um, I think they should have safety training for everyone. I think everyone should learn how to use a gun and be, so they're not scared of it. I think they should learn how to be safe. I think there should be resource op- more resource officers in school that have weapons to protect the schools because here's the thing. Schools are an easy target. You know why? Because here's this coward that has all his guns, has been playing Call of Duty, comes rolling into a school knowing that there's no one there that can stop him. You don't see anybody ever rolling up to a police station with, you know, their gun and roll into a police station. You know why? Because they know they're not going to make it in the front door. That's right. They're going to get one shot off and they're going to be mowed the fuck down. Okay. You never see anybody walk into Congress and try to shoot all the people in Congress. You know why? Because there's guys out front with guns that you walk up, you get your ass shot. But our children, no, we don't want to protect them. We want to say, oh, no guns, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's, that's the problem. They go after churches. They go after guns. I mean, the bank might have had a security guard in it. I don't know. I didn't read this article, the story. Yeah. I don't I didn't know what the situation you. is. I don't, but you know, <laughs> but even what, even one guy, I mean, that has, I mean, let's just say he carries a standard nine yeah. millimeter pistol going up against an AR, you know, five point, you know, 5.65, whatever, you know, or even something that has nine millimeter, 33 round, you know, semi-automatic, uh, you know, rifle. Yeah. It's going to be tough to no. defend that. I disagree. You, so you think a guy yes, with a 9 you know, I'll tell you why. Here's okay, the situation. Explain. Okay. Because nine times out of ten, the people that are walking in probably have never even shot the gun. Okay. Ever. Okay. And if you have a security officer who goes to the range regularly, practices with his handgun, okay. and knows how to use it, how to use the equipment properly, and has mm-hmm. the training, I, I would put my money on a person with training over a person with – zero training and a better piece of technology any day of the week. Okay. Because it's not like the video games when you shoot a real gun. Okay. No, you have it's not. Recoil, you have adrenaline pumping, you have your, your aim is not super steady. You know, it's, it's, and you're moving like half the time people, when they practice, they practice in a stationary position and they're shooting at a non-moving target. That has nothing. That is nowhere the same as, moving yourself and shooting a target that's moving. Okay. Okay. So any day of the week, I'd put my hands down on a person that's been training and that's been properly trained over a person that just walks in the front door. Okay. Uh, And and I can tell you, you can see it, you know, you can see it hands down. Like you can see it when they took down that shooter at the uh, school. Um, Correct. Was it Tennessee? I've already. Uh, I believe it was Tennessee. Yeah, I believe you it was know, like you can see the professionalism of the police officers when they went in the room and they cleared they cleared the room and they took the person out like instantaneously. Like there yeah, was it no, was like a done deal. It was like three three body shots hit right on contact, follow up by you know some hand sh- handgun rounds. You know, and that person there didn't even have a chance to turn around and like you know flare their guns or get a round off because. Yeah, they neutralized the situation. They neutralized very the situation almost instantaneously, and very quick. You I know, mean, I mean, no, I mean, I don't think that I don't I don't think that at all. I think you have a well-trained and then also equip the officer. I'm not why, why you know, if it's a, it's a high risk situation, why not give him something better than just a nine millimeter? You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I mean, I do know, like, for instance, at some of the uh, uh, power facilities here. Yeah. You got guys carrying, you know, M16, you know, and yeah. they're carrying carbines 100%. and the whole nine. And they're, they're carrying carbines and the whole nine yards. I mean, they and they tell you. Flat out, you try to run in this gate without they'll open fire. I mean, they, they, it's there's warning right on the gate when you're going in. Yeah. So my question then, 
Mike, would armed guards at the schools, elementary, middle school, high schools, colleges, have we gotten to this level where we need to hire security forces to ensure the safety of the children and the student and the, and this faculty and staff. We need to undo the perception that we gave that schools are a safe place to shooters to go shoot. We messed up when we took guns out of school originally because we made it into a target. Okay. Through regulation. That's my opinion. We can agree to disagree, but that's my opinion. I feel like these people are cowards and they're going to go to places where they know they're safe and they can inflict a lot of damage. So the the short answer is, I think so. I think if you have a, a couple of sheriffs out there, I'll tell you this. When I went to Raymond James to go to a football game, standing outside is the entire SWAT team with their M16s and their pistols in full riot gear. And I can guarantee tell you if somebody's driving by and they see that, they're not going to be fucking stopping. True. You know, you don't see, you very rarely hear about a gunman going to a fucking football stadium and trying to blow people away. You know why? Because there's a lot of damn security there with weapons. So now, let me ask the concert me- that happened where the guy was in the tower shooting down onto the, people that's just another shitty situation that yeah that that shouldn't have happened but you know i mean there'll be no different than uh, like when the guy drove through the boston marathon with a car right try to kill people with a car like we ban cars because they're just as dangerous they're just deadly cars kill more people or or more deadly (laughs) cars kill more people than handguns in car accidents right so we should we ban cars i mean we'll just start banning everything you know well let me go back to the school thing yeah Okay, so let me follow up with that question. So you you're so you're you are saying that you think we should 100% have guard. Okay. So I'm going to ask another question. Yep. How do we pay for that? And what I mean by that is is it something that you put back on the student's parents or is it you know, the school board it's tax, you know, do we use state taxes for funds on that? And then let me let you answer that one first. Raise taxes. Okay. But uh, everybody we do hates it, we, to raise taxes. We, we, so. we, do, we do it anyways. Do you want do you want safe kids or do you not want safe kids? Correct. What's your child's I mean, price? What's the price of your child's life worth? Okay. Or do you so when because I personally I think like, you know, here personally in our state, like for the lottery, I, I don't know how much of that money really truly gets deviated to the school system. I mean, you hear teachers say all the time that they don't have enough funds. Right. So that's why I'm like, okay, so where do we pull that tax revenue from? I you mean, know? if it was up to me, like if I could wave a magic wand, I would take like 10, I would offer 10 teachers training an additional salary, like $15,000 more a year or $10,000 more a year to go through fire standards, you know, fire, firearm standard training and become really, really well trained um, on how to use, how to do, how to be um, a first responder to a situation like that and just have them placed throughout the school school system you know like you know mm-hmm. like 10, 10 teachers to each school i mean that would be what 100 grand a school so 
that's really in the grand scheme of the budget. That's not going to increase your taxes that much correct? per household. And now you've got the perception, well, there could be 10 random people in this school that are highly trained and have the equipment to stop me from coming in here and shooting up the school. Do I want to take that risk? And half the time, these chicken shit cowards are probably not going to do it. Right, because they, they're going to places that are completely defenseless. 100%. So. 100%. Okay. All right. And so, okay, so what about private schools? Obviously, they would raise the rate for private schools is what I'm guessing you're going to say. So you can say I wouldn't be funded by the state and, and be. And, you normally don't see this these shootings as much at private schools, I don't believe. And I don't know why. Yeah, I don't have the answer to that. I mean, I think the one in Tennessee, that was a, that was a, was that a private school or not I, sure? I um, believe it was a Catholic school, like a private school. I, I believe so. And I could be, I mean, I could be wrong. I do some facts on that, but I, I see more of it in public schools than I, I feel like I see more happen more in public type schools. And I feel like it happens more in elementary schools as well than high schools. Um, well, my thing is it's like, okay. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is it? Uh, yeah, it was basically. Uh, I mean, you, I would, you could literally, dude, literally, like, this is going to sound a little crazy, and people might not like it, but mm -hmm. you could literally put walls around the schools and put a security gate, just like they have at McDill Air Force Base. Okay, and just have people check in and check out of the gate, so at least you have an early warning. Well, they have know. that. I don't know what the answer is. You know what I, I mean? mean? You can still, I mean, like, I know you can walk onto the campuses here. Yeah. With no problem. Yeah. They have um, gates and they have, they have, they have uh, gates, but it's uh, still, it's in. pretty free to roam. I mean, you know, like you can yeah. go to GJ, for instance, in this area and it's free to roam. Not anymore. Have you been there? Have they, no. Have they put gates around it? Yeah. Now? There's gates all over the place. Oh, okay. So now you have to go to the front door. You have to yeah. get in. And they have to oh, okay. buzz through the front door. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's been like that for I'm just asking because I don't know. I haven't, I mean, I haven't had, kid in school in five years man it's so been, it's been like that for well it's been like that since victoria went there like she's younger than caleb like mm. they they had gates and like fences and okay um i mean they've already got fences all the way around the property anyways just to keep people off the football field and everything else so it's already there so the only difference would be just putting a gate tower and a gate in the front so that way cars can't drive in without you know stating their intentions and if somebody so, rolls up in full body armor, you're going to kind of be like oh uh, yeah this is suspect <laughs> so i'm assuming you're saying that when you want to put like 10 armed teachers on a campus. Yeah. That you want to have them obviously go through training. Obviously, yeah. And they would obviously have to be concealed. So they'd have to have a concealed permit. They wouldn't actually open carry in the school, correct? No, they could have like a locker in their in their in their room that biometric lock. I mean just have it in there i'm not talking about them walking around handguns i'm talking about like them having like like the equivalent of an m16 something that can oh, actually yeah you're stop. go bigger go home right <laughs> something that can actually stop somebody that comes in like a full-on protection like, yeah something then something that like a rifle that they're trained to use yes okay so basically but you know, you know as well as I do, students would start to pick up who has what unless every room was equipped the exact same way. Like you would have to have the exact same closet, the exact same thing, you know, that's locked, so nobody knows who has it. 
That way they assume yeah, that person up, has it. Yeah, you can set up every room the same way, like put a locker in every room or something. Yeah. I don't have the exact details because like, I haven't – you kind of hit me out of the blue on this. So I haven't gone through and like – and I'm just talking off the top of my – Yeah, that's what I said. This is all completely opinion-based. Like, and I'm also, I don't, I mean, you know, this is a question when you ask teachers, I mean, most of the time they're creative, so they may not want to, they may not want to take the role on. That may be part of the issue, issue, part of the problem. Um, I just feel that we've set our school systems and the churches up for safety. I mean, look at the one church where the guy rolled in to shoot it up, but like, like five of the people in there like were packing. And they mowed the guy right. down as soon as he walked in. You know what I mean? I think he got right. one shot off and they were like, and he was like, Oh, okay. Well that didn't work very well. I don't think, I don't know. Well, you, you know, the active shooter, like instance, the incidents over the past yeah. years have become obviously more common. Uh, an interesting number here. Yeah. Uh, and it's provided by Pew research um, online, but basically you know, back in 2010, I think there were 27 total for the yeah. year. And then it went increasingly down in 11 and then 12, it went back up. And then it kind of just stayed even all the way through 2016. And then in 2017, you saw a rise to 31 active shooter incidents, right? Yeah. Um, and then it kind of dropped a little bit in 2018, 19, but in 2020, it about doubled. So I don't have any active numbers from 21 and 22, but I'd be willing to bet <laughs> that they've increased again. Um, but I'm saying it was over the 40. active shooters. Right. It was over 40 in 2020. So it was one of those things where you're just like, wow. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, I guess getting back to the mental illness thing from gun, you know, from gun talk to, to mental illness, I'm hoping that we start addressing the real problem. Like you said, you know, people start to get more involved with their friends. I mean, it's tough because sometimes friends like, you know, will say you're being nosy or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff, but I think you have to at least try to have a conversation with people. Um, Cause I feel like most people when they're, depressed or they've got something emotionally going on they're more yeah. open to talk about it with a friend or a you know a family member i mean i don't know your thought i mean you feel like they would be more open to talk about it or would it be something you'd have to pry out of them in most cases i don't know i mean never, i just i've never been in a situation like that like because i'm pretty like i always like ask my friends i mean you can attest to this if i see like you're not acting right. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Are you doing all right? Like, what's happening? Right. Like, yeah, you've you know, done that with me before in the past. And I, I try to do that with everybody, you know, um, around me because I just try to be aware of the situation and aware of what's going on and like be there to help them. I mean, there's a reason people get to dark places. And if we're as a society, if we're trying to help our fellow man out, I think we'd be better off, you know? Um, and we might get to a point where less is needed, but I think, I don't know, man, I, I think we go out all wrong because I feel like the media glorifies the school shootings. It's a great way to become famous, you know, yep. like everybody knows who the, the lady is from Tennessee now because her, you know, she's gone down in history. She's made her name for herself. So if you're, if you're a piece of shit, nobody, and you want to be somebody, hey, it's a great way to be somebody. It's a great way to get in the history book because now you're a statistic. Yay. 
Hey, fucked up as that sounds. Some, that's I know. I mean, I can't disagree that, with you, know? you on this one, man. I, I'm in and so many I, ways. I, I want to argue her, with you. And I'm point, sure, but. you know, here's the thing. I'm sure at some point she wasn't a piece of shit. I'm sure at some point she was just a human being like you and me. Correct. That, you know, she did a horrible action and that my mind now made her a piece of shit. But at some point she was somebody's, you know, daughter, son, girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, significant person in her life. And there's someone out there that misses her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, 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 even though she did something atrocious. So at some point she was a human being and she was going through some shit and we failed her as a society. Society. Yep. And she decided to use a gun to take her revenge out against us. Now, there are people out there like the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world that are fucked up. And you're never going to get away from that. I, right. There's just no way you're going to have, there's always going to be somebody that's fucked up. Uh, that's the bottom line. I mean, there's just statistics are there and you just have to hope to God that you're not a victim of what happens. I don't think there's any way that you can fix that in society. The fuck those, those, the, that, those people that are fucked up. I just yeah, when they're broke, that means there's something chemically, uh, some connection in the brain, you know, that's not hitting on yeah. all eight cylinders. You know what I mean? Um, and I think when people have a mil- mental illness too, it's the same way. Something's not hitting on all eight cylinders. They got something that triggered, right. that triggered them to have this kind of reaction. Yeah. So I'm right there with you on it, man. Listen. Um, I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. There's not a good answer. Um, and I, it's not, it's, there's not a quick answer. Let me rephrase that. Right. There's a lot of good answers. There's a lot of good things that you can do. I mean, I think the first thing that we need to do is make it, make our schools not as attractive for shooters. Right. You know, not make our churches as attractive for shooters, not make any places that, you know, I mean, you can't take guns in the government buildings, but they have plenty of protection there. Right. You I know, agree. I just feel like we leave our schools vulnerable um, and we don't, well, you know, hope. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, you could also, you know, instead of why not add a building to the school and make it a police substation. Yeah, there you go. And just have the police work there as, and just, just reallocate some land and move things around if, if you can't. I mean, that way the response time will be instantaneous, instant, almost instantaneous. Cause if a good alarm goes off, they're going to drive right next door. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't know. There's, there's, there's gotta so be, many different solutions that there's could so many different things that you can do, but I think you improve, guns, not solution, but I, to I think improve if you ban guns. You're not going to solve a problem because they're going to go with something different. It's not you're, the answer. You're not, you're, not, you're not getting the answer. I mean, I, I do think you should have better background checks. Listen, um, it's a band aid though. Yeah. If you're going to put bans on guns, it's a band-aid. Because like I, you said before, and I've said, is that criminals aren't going to abide by the rules, man. They're mm-hmm. not going to abide by the law. They're going to find a way, whether it's at buying chemicals from the Home Depot. Then what now? You can't have a bar of soap because it triggers a, a you know an explosion mechanism? I mean, it, it can just it, it's just a regurgitating bunch I of mean, shit. They regulated Sudafed because people were making meth out of it. <laughs> right. Because you can only buy so much, so much Sudafed, and you have to give your driver's license. It hasn't all stopped kind of people stuff. from making meth, and it hasn't stopped people from making meth not, at not all. A, not a drop. Didn't stop. Didn't it. make a dent. The only thing it did is made my life harder going in and getting yeah, Sudafed. Now I got to show my freaking driver's license. You know? Go in there. I'm only allowed so much if I got a fucking cold. I yeah. mean, it's it's just it's not the answer. Banning the answer is going right to the source, and that is the mental health of the people. Yeah. So with that, I I just want to close out the show. Uh, with saying, listen, guys, if you're having, you know, issues, if you if you if you got something on your mind and it's weighing you, and you're feeling like, man, you know, 
before you do anything, man, just reach out. You got the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. They have a substance abuse and mental health administration. You can reach them at 1-800-662-HELP. Get yourself some help. Um, Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a parent. Reach out to somebody you you trust. Reach reach out out to to me. Reach out to us. Info at thedailybm.com. I mean, as much as we like to fuck off and have fun, those are kind of things that we hold dear to us too as well is, you know, not only do we apply laughs and have fun, but we also, if you're having one of those moments, you know, you're feeling down, whatever it is, just reach out, man. We'll be happy to, to write back. You know, um, you're not alone. Believe me, you're not. So with that, again, you can follow us at the daily BM on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us on the Tweet Machine and on the Tiki Talk at underscore the Daily BM. Go to our website, thedailybm.com, or you can also, like I said, send us an email at info at thedailybm.com. Mikey, before we get out of here, you got anything? Uh, no, I just want everybody to be safe and, you know, have a happy day. That's right, guys. Love each other. Love your family. And have an amazing rest of your day. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. Deuces.